Hi, Jerome. Hello, Laura. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Anytime I'm talking to my bestest friend in the whole wide world. Oh, you've had a good week? I've had a good week. And you? Yeah, it's been great. It got warm and sunny here in Oakland. Oh, and it just has changed my whole perspective on life. It oh, just... that's so nice. That's so nice. <sighs> well, I just played with two of my three godchildren, all Robin's kids. They're all five and under. Oh. And two of them love for me to play monster like I'm Herman Cain or somebody. And the... <laughs> That's a blast from the past. <laughs> I know it's the same. And uh, but Radell, the 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 girl, she's going through a little bit of a shy face. So she does not even want me to look at her when she's eating her Rice Krispie treat, even though I brought it to her. <laughs> Ooh, oh, you brought her Rice Krispie treat? Yes, and the kinds a- with sprinkles on it, and uh, the kind with um, jelly fruit jelly rolls or something in it. Ooh, yeah. I like my rice crisp, rice crispy treats are my all time favorite dessert. I told them that, <laughs> and I had one today because today is my cheat day, so mm-hmm. I get to have sugar and carbs today. And so I I went to Starbucks and got a rice crispy treat, and it was so damn good. Oh, was oh it my god, two inch tall kind. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> the kind that they, that's not the kind we grew up on. They did not cut no. them, make them that deep. They were like just about a three quarters inch thick. Well, they, I, I made them. Oh, <laughs> no one made else them. made them. Oh. <laughs> and, but yeah, you pressed them in the pan to try to get the whole pan filled up. And so they were only like half an inch thick. Oh, uh, so good. We just made mostly, I guess at 10 years old, we were making popcorn. On the stove, oh, you know, yeah. shaking the skillet, on the, you know, back and forth. <laughs> and then, you know, black people, we put hot sauce on it. Ooh, I love hot sauce on my popcorn. Oh, Did I she? thought that we only did that. No. Well, I this has come to me as an adult. We didn't do it as kids, for sure. Yeah, y'all, white people put nutritional yeast or something. On, <laughs> that is on so good. <laughs> We could keep talking and talking about food, but we've got a podcast to do. All right. Uh, And actually, I'm very excited. We have our first listener question today, which is super exciting. We had a listener uh, call in and give us a question. She's actually a listener and a friend, Julie. And uh, let's hear what she has to say. I'm the parent of a seven-year-old boy who has recently started coming to me with the complaint of being bored and he wants me to do something about it. I am very interested in transitioning out of being the cruise director for his downtime. When he was younger, of course, that's appropriate to keep him safe and out of trouble and engaged. But at this point, he needs to start transitioning out of being dependent on me for his entertainment. I would love to hear you guys talk about this issue because I have a feeling that I am not alone in this problem. Thank you so much. Okay, so Julie, oh, this is such a good one, Julie, because this is about boredom. (laughs) And oh my gosh, I've been dealing with this so much lately because um, I have an 11-year-old who has devices and 
who is never bored because she has those devices. And uh, so I'm really struggling with this myself. Julie's uh, child is much younger. Julie's child is seven. Um, so I'm really happy that we get to talk about this today and um, she can learn how to deal with this before he gets to be a tween and, and gets his own device. Yeah. Um, so one thing we, we, we looked up in talking, wanting to talk about this today was this great article in the New York times. And, um, and I wanted to read a quote the the title of the article is let children get bored again. And I'm just going to read a little bit from the article and then Jerome, you and I can talk about it. Okay. So it says, when not being uber-parented, kids today are left to their own devices, their own digital devices, that is. Parents preparing for a long car ride or airplane trip are like army officers plotting a complicated land maneuver. Which movies to load onto the iPad? Should we start a new family-friendly podcast? Is it an okay time to let the kids play Fortnite until their brains melt into the back seat? What did parents in the 70s do when kids were bored in the way back? Nothing. They let them breathe in gas fumes, torture their siblings, and since it wasn't actually for wearing, play with a broken seatbelt. If you complained about being bored back then, you were really asking for it. Go outside, you might get, or worse, clean your room. Was this fun? No. Was it helpful? Yes. If kids don't figure this out early on, that life is boring, they're in for a nasty surprise. School, let's face it, can be dull, and it isn't actually the teacher's job to entertain as well as educate. Life isn't meant to be an endless parade of amusements. Woo! Oh, that's so good. That's I know, so good. So, good. Um, so we talked a little about an idle mind a few episodes ago, Jerome. So I, I've been It's not biblical. I was trying to see if that was KJV first. It's in Proverbs, something like that, uh, you know, but everybody thinks that's from the Bible. Um, and I can't find that it's specifically put like that. Right. Well, tell me what you think about this um, kids not being bored these days, not allowed to be bored these days, either because they're overscheduled or they've got a device. Um, what have you seen in your practice or what are you, what's your feeling about it? Um, I think that parents get more freaked out about their kids' boredom than the kids get freaked out about their boredom. You know, I think that parents ought to handle their kids' boredom like my my own therapist handled mine. I told him one time, I was like, you know, I think I'm feeling a little depressed. And he he just was tangential. He kept talking about something else, his book or something. And I was like, did you hear me? And he's like, um... Yeah, Jerome, I heard you, but I'm not worried about you getting depressed because you'll get bored with that, you know, and do something else. And so, you know, it's like he wasn't worried about it. You know, he's sort of like my daddy. And it's like, you know, but uh, depression or boredom. But boredom <laughs> is a good thing. And it's a sign that things need to change. And instead of hustling for your kids, I'm of the opinion that, you know, you say, hey, well, that's a good thing. That's a sign that things need to change. What are you going to do now? Oh, that's a good one. Put it on them. It's sort of like pain is a sign that you need to do something different mm. or ease up, retreat. Mm -hmm. 
Well, that, um, oh, putting it back on them. See, I, here's where my mind went. My mind went like, well, what we need to be telling our kids is we need to work with them and have a list of things that they can do when they're bored, which mm-hmm. actually might, might not be a bad idea because kids get all, when, at least what I've seen when Nora gets bored, and I say, well, find something to do. She just rolls her eyes and like kind of stomps upstairs and she doesn't get creative, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Or, so the thing is, is that you can't be successful in life if you can't endure the pain of rinsing and repeating and rinsing and repeating and mm-hmm. doing and doing things that aren't so titillating and stimulating. And so it might be even better to say to your kid, like, well, what were you doing? Well, time yourself, you know, keep doing what you're doing, but, you know, find ways to stick with it. Mm, and turn it into a game. Yes. Yeah, Take you're good about that. Well, you know, it's sort of like, you know, a good old solid middle class dude that's in the same house for his whole life. He's got to make cutting that same yard interesting. And, <laughs> you know, just like, okay, this week, I'm going to cut it in 12 minutes instead of 14. You know, <laughs> this week I'm going to like cut it diagonally instead of uh, in straight lines. <laughs> and that's good living. That is good living. Well, I ha- there's a, there's another quote I wanted to read from the article because it quotes one of my favorite books of the last few years. It's, um, it's uh, Maria Simple's uh, 2012 novel, Where Did You Go, Bernadette? So I'll, it's, so the, the author of the article, Pamela Paul of the New York Times article quoted something from this book. And the quote from the book is, that's right, a mother says to her daughter in Maria Simple's novel. You are bored and I'm going to let you in on a little secret about life. You think it's boring now? Well, it only gets more boring. The sooner you learn it's on you to make life interesting, the better off you'll be. That's right. Right. So well, that isn't that the same thing? It's like boredom is a good thing. It's a sign that things need to change. Um, if we didn't have boredom, we wouldn't um, explore what's on the other side of the pasture. Well, I mean, I know you, you don't see a ton of kids or teenagers. Um, I know you see a ton of parents, but I know you do see some younger people. So what do you... And I know they don't come to you talking about their boredom, but do you feel like they they have space to think and dream, or are they always texting? And do you can you tell by talking with them about what their inner life is like, and if they have space for this kind of boredom? You just said, "What do you do?" And I said, "Put it back on the kids," Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and. Let them figure it out. Uh, I think we just have a problem with the way that they, you know, we sat around and scribbled and played hangman. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they play, I never, Tetris, is that a game? Yes, it's an old game. Yeah, I've never played a video game on my phone or anything like that so candy crush yeah i've never seen it right but that that's their version of hangman well but does that seem as creative to you as hangman you know what's the problem with um when um candy crush is that it's done 
in solo. And I guarantee you, you've got it. You've got an only child. So sometimes you wonder when she says she's bored, if she really means like, man, I want some interaction. I want to mm. feel different, you know? Mm. And so we played hangman with somebody else. Right. That's true. And Julie's got an only child too. Right, so right. yeah, it is harder with an only child because there's no, you and your brother, you and your sister go, you know, do something like go figure it out. It's Are you and the people down the street. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We don't have that right. either. Well, you know, um, this week, um, new study came out that like that 18 to 34 year olds, like a third of them or two thirds, you know, claim that they are depressed Mm -hmm. and, you know, you can't blame it on social media, but certainly it allows for less um, organic engagement and more isolation. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's probably definitely for the, well, for games and stuff for sure, but Nora's always on her devices chatting with friends or Google docking with friends. Do you mm. know about this, Jerome? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, the new, it's the new texting. Yeah, There's right. just an article in The Atlantic about it, but it made me feel better actually because it talked about it being relatively harmless. But anyway, there's that. And this is something that's been talked about a lot, this kind of they're connected, but still it's not the same as being in the same room with someone or going to meet them down in the village for a boba tea or whatever, you know, if they're just... Or like in the kitchen, you know, making Rice Krispie treats for their friends. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, a lot that requires a lot more engagement than just playing around on the phone. Yeah, that's true. Well, there was one more little quote in the article um, that I thought was interesting, too. It was talking about Lin-Manuel Miranda. It was an interview with him in GQ magazine, and he credits his afternoons alone, hanging out in the house alone, with really making him the creative person he was. The, The quote was, there is nothing better to spur creativity than a blank page or an empty bedroom. Mm. And is he cute? Lin Manuel? Yes, he's Hamilton. Oh, okay. Jerome. I um, what? I mean, you know, it's just like if it's your physiology. Uh, he's very cute. One of those people that rather be more uh, isolated, doing your own thing, you know, versus Nora. She's like all like want to be around people, and people want her to be around, and. And and talking and having fun and high-fiving. And that's all right. I want her to be the kid who wants to go to her bedroom and write a play like Hamilton. <laughs> oh, and I want her to be the kid that's like so popular and fun and having so much fun and laughing and talking about going places with her friends. And I just think that that... that like, I would want my kid laughing more than sitting and editing more. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I hear a theme here, which um, which our Billboard Happiness Nugget from, from talking about boredom is put it back on the kids. Mm. Mm. How are we going to wrap this up with a nugget? Oh, gosh. 
Well, I thought of this game, like you started early on and like, it's just like, you know, my baby can watch paint dry. How long can your baby watch paint dry? (laughs) It's just like, you know. It's just like you like make them sit and tell them after like when you're doing creative stuff with your kid and help and and they're painting and the such you like make them make a big deal out of like watching the color come in and watching it change colors as it dries. You start instilling that early on. It's sort of like growing some tomatoes teaches kids about timing because it can't be overnight. Right. But that's good. Like training them and, and luckily Julie's got a younger kid. So start training now little bits and pieces, like teach, teach them to be bored almost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, my baby can watch that paint dry, dude. Watch that paint dry, baby. <laughs> Look at Boo. Look at Boo just sitting there watching that paint dry. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, I know. No. I just asked Robin's son, Wilder. I was like, what do you do when you get bored? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know? Oh, really? Robin's like, you know, like when you start don't want to play with something anymore you know and he's just like um I I don't know I was like you know what you should do you should um see how long you can be bored and he's like I can be bored to a hundred and I was like (laughs) yeah and then he showed me that he could also count to a hundred but you know what like that was such a cool thing it's like watching listening to a kid talk count to a hundred, skip a few. And, um, but uh, we all ought to do that before we abandon a project. We probably should just count to a hundred, you know, and because that's the way of pulling back. Sometimes Mm. you have to retreat for life to be a treat. Oh, Oh, did you just come up with a nugget right there? Somebody better help me. I'm preaching. (laughs) (laughs) You've got, sometimes you have to retreat before it's a treat. Yes. Yes. Mm. That's, that's how you address boredom. That's how you, I, the good leaven is about going low to get high, doing the harder thing to Mm. get the most bang and retreating to make it a treat. I love that. That sounds like a wonderful place to end on too. You should Uh, say, Jerome, you're so skinny. I just know you're so skinny. (laughs) 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 You got things like that. (laughs) I do. do. Jerome sent me a text this morning. I have to read it because (laughs) we were trying to plan this podcast and he had to read it. He said, okay, um, let's do it at this time. Thanks. You're so skinny. Doesn't it feel like I just said I love you? (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's those three little words. (laughs) So skinny. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, I love you, Jerome. Great talking to you. Thanks for helping Julie out with this problem. Woo. Woo. Take care. Be love, be peace. Bye. Bye.